Jason, we are back for another edition of the Culture Cast. And tonight, we got a little retro play action. So we're going to talk about some Nintendo. But before we get started, as always, I'd like to introduce the Mario to my Luigi, the Goomba to my Koopa Troopa, the Cutman to my Woodman, the one, the only, Jason Shepard. How are we doing tonight, man? Hi, I'm doing good. Doing good. <laughs> I had I had to reach for a couple of those. Uh, one thing I wasn't prepared for, but I thought that was all right. Got a little Mega Man reference, two Mario references. Yeah. <laughs> so you all have to excuse me. He should have uh, gotten. He should have gotten that inhaler. Yes, a little bit of an asthma yeah. issue going on, so uh, I may have to turn my head and cough a few times. Uh, but tonight we're going to talk all about everyone's favorite gaming console. That is the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES, the original, the classic, the still popular to this day. So, uh, Jason? Yes. When in the world were you first introduced <clears throat> to the NES system? Well, it was... Um... It wasn't like right when it came out, like in 85, right? Like I, 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 I was a late, we were like a late bloomer family to get one. Um, I would say 80, <clears throat> like seven, 86, 87. Um, you know, I grew up out in the country, out in Schweitzer, they're out in stamping ground, right? So <laughs> my neighbors down the hill from us, like right across the road, um, which was funny. They were both older at the time I and mean, they were older than they were a little older than my parents were at the time. And they had no, they didn't, I mean, all their kids were grown and already out of the house and they had a Nintendo and they would play it. Like Henrietta was the, uh, the neighbor's name. She would, she would play it. And, uh, my neighbors, uh, uh, right down the way, um, had one as well. So I got my Nintendo action in through them, um, before we had one. So, um, and I guess it was probably about 87 or 88 was, well, it was not long after that, that, that we finally got ours. Um, and we, um, I remember coming home from school one day and, uh, walking in and I had this habit of checking the VCR on the entertainment center to see what time it was. I don't know. I just did it. Well, I walked in this particular day and on top of the VCR was a brand new Nintendo system that my parents had gone out and gotten while I was at school. And uh, yeah, I'm, you know, totally surprised by that. Just, you, you know, you, you can imagine my reaction, I'm sure. But um, oh, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, best day of coming home from school ever. Yeah. Yeah, it was super cool, man. So we finally had one. But also my mom used to work part time at a. am sure you remember picture show video on East Main, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She would work nights there sometimes. And um, she would before we owned one, she would rent one because she, you know, she would get free rentals on things. So she would rent one for a couple nights and bring it home to us and a batch of games. And I, re I specifically remember two of the games that she used to you know, she would bring home would be um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and the Karate Kid. So both classic, man. I love the Temple of Doom game. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, that Karate Kid, though, man. We, me and my dad used to, we used to play that all the time. I like, 
punch out i have a I have a cool memory about punch out was we would um try to figure out you know every boxer uh, had their pattern that you had to figure out and we would pop a tape in the vcr this was like real trainer and real boxer studying your opponent's moves right like we would put a tape in the vcr and record us playing and fighting these these boxers to try to learn their patterns and we would go back and like watch the footage like let's let's study this man uh well we're going to talk about mike tyson's punch out i'm sure because that is one of the in my opinion one of the best nes games i agree um, so I think we got our Nintendo. It was about the same time. Uh, I'm thinking 86, 87. Uh, it was a Christmas gift. But I was first exposed. We went to, I have some family who live up in Connersville, Indiana. And uh, it was my Uncle Dayton's house and my cousins, uh, Melissa and Travis. And they had a Nintendo. And the first experience I had, now I had an Atari. So you oh, yeah, we had, yeah, we had the and, Atari, too. Yeah. And things like that. I love the 2600. Oh, yeah. But uh, the first time I seen Mario was in Indiana. We went on vacation and went up to their house, and, and there it was. Mario and all his 8-bit glory going across the screen. And uh, so I wanted to play it a little bit. I did, and, you know, of course, then I was just hooked. I was like, oh, I, I have to have one of these. Please, please, please. And needless to say, in the next year or so, uh, for Christmas, I got one with Mario and Duck Hunt, and it wound up being my babysitter. I'm Ooh. pretty sure that now you couldn't get away with leaving your seven-year-old kid at home by himself for hours on end. No, we I'm sure that would get some people called on you, but that was my babysitter. My parents never paid for one, but I sure did spend a lot of nights with that Nintendo or a lot of days. And yeah, uh, yeah. I would sit there. I wouldn't go anywhere, so it was... It worked out really oh, good. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll play let him that shoot. Game the, he loves shooting those ducks. Half. Let him. You know be... where we lived, going to town. It's not like it was easy. It was an hour back and forth. So you had a you know twenty five minute drive there, twenty five minute drive back. So you would be there. So we got a uh, our first chat of the night. How's it going, Legend? One two three, Iffy. We uh, where are you we, seeing this? Oh, yeah, I right see. Hello, screen, hello, that, hello. It blended Sorry, in with you the Mario you background. The, you changed the screen on me, yeah, and it blended right in there. So, we we do got some sweet eight bit Mario going on. Uh, going fantastic, my man. How are you doing? Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful evening. Thanks for joining us tonight. I don't think he asked how we were doing. He said, "What is going on here?" Oh yeah, he, no, I totally misread he, that. What is going on here? Like, what are you two talking about? Why are well, we are we are talking about Nintendo right now and uh all the horrible reading I'm doing. That is absolutely that's one of those things where your mind just takes over and you, you see or do what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just legend. The rest was filler. Excellent. Legend's a lot easier because I wasn't sure how to pronounce the one, two, three iffy. He knows he's a legend. But or I guess, she. I'm not sure. Yeah. He or she, and, and multiple people probably are legends. Or, so. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us, and, and thanks for the comment. It's we very... definitely appreciate it. So, yeah. uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System, a cult classic, still popular to this day. Many, many people. I stream Punch-Out! on here every once in a while, some Mario Brothers. So, it's a, a very gaming-centric console, even to this day. Now, uh... 
One of the great things about the Nintendo Entertainment System, like me and Jason were talking about, we got it in 86 or 87. Uh, it came about, I think, in 85 in the United States. I got some notes here because I'm always prepared. This is how prepared I am. So <clears throat> the 8-bit video game console that was released in Japan in 1983 and in North America in 1985. It was one of the first successful home video game consoles and helped revitalize the North American video game industry after the video game crash of 1983. Now, what do you remember about the video game crash of 1983, Jason? Well, I don't remember anything about it because <clears throat> at the time I was too young. But let's just say that... Um, E.T. on Atari caused the whole thing pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Right? Yeah, E.T. Where with the story is, is, is his merchandise sales going yeah. down in video yeah. games. Yeah, if you're not familiar with the story, quick recap is that E.T. was such a hot movie. What, in 82? Something like that. So mm -hmm. Atari decided, we're going to, of course we have to, to, we have to develop a video game. And <clears throat> was was developed really quickly not tested very well apparently and they just rushed it out to the market and they were so confident that it was just going to sell 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 because it's et it's hot right so um they put it out and people buy it and they were like this game sucks we don't know how to play it this is almost unplayable we're not selling retailers weren't selling copies anymore i mean they weren't selling they just weren't going out the door so they were like what do we do with all this we're going to gather them up and move them to a landfill in that. Was it the Sahara Desert? It was a desert. I, it was a desert. I, and they go and bury all these like, ET cartridges. That, like thousands of ET cartridges in, in, in a landfill in the desert. Cover it up. And um, <clears throat> a handful of years back, there was a documentary where um, they uh, they go and and what's what's the word when you uh exhume them is what i'm looking yes, for yes. they dug them up and they dug them um, up like dinosaur bones yeah and it was such a such a crazy little documentary but just for the record i don't hate the et game because with a little help and a little reading you find out you need to know what you need to do and i have beaten it a few times this guy getting back to the spaceship Get him back to the landing pad and get him back up home, man. But yeah, it's not terrible. It's one of those things that the internet has told you that the game, you should hate it, right? So, like, you should hate ET and it's the worst of all time, but it's it's fine. Yeah, because that's what you do. Game. Whatever the internet says, you embrace the hate. Yeah. So, uh, Legend's a dude. So, we've cleared that up. Legend, dude. You are a legendary dude. He has always done better with Luigi on Super Nintendo, maybe. And then finally, Ray Faulkner chiming in. D White Fizzle. D White Fizzle. Going, Ray? Got, got a little, got a little fizzle for shizzle. Oh man, D White. Is that your nickname now? Eh, kinda, kinda always been. Pretty cool. People want to insert different words. It, you know, it's just Dwight, but everyone wants to put like Do White, Duh White, D White. I like the fizzle thing. That would be my. That would be my like my rap name. You know. What I mean? Sure. I don't. I don't know if I can do this without getting uh, reprimanded by Samuel Jackson. Oh, you've got turning that my look. hat around like that. Yeah, man, but, that's an album oh, cover. Man, that's how we look right there. We roll up in Frankfurt, Frank Town, baby. 
that, yeah. that's absolutely ridiculous mm. oh so uh so yeah so et started busted video game industry brought about the nintendo everyone said hey this is not going to work no video game system is going to be successful at home it's a failed attempt nintendo changed all that and brought it to the home and you got some fantastic games out of this games like uh mario mario and duck hunt was the first game that i ever got for nintendo well because it came with it yeah obviously (laughs) it would be the first one you get but uh i got a really interesting story on uh duck hunt duck hunt fantastic game only game that i ever had that i actually could use the zapper for now for those that don't know the zapper was this little pistol and it had a bulb on the end like on the inside and it would it would match to your projection tv and you would shoot the ducks as they flew diagonal up into the sky shoot the ducks dog would go get them if you missed them the dog's gonna laugh at you so uh duck hunt was a very frustrating game if you did not have a good aim ah excellent there is the zapper itself. And you can see, now point that at your camera real quick, Jason. You can see the little projection lens up in there as he moves it down. And so that would, that would I don't think it works on like the new TVs. I think it this had to be those bubbled projection TVs. My yeah. dad would never play video games with me. But the one thing he would play would be duck hunt because he was a big hunter. So... I had to be up on the screen. When I'm playing Duck Hunt, I'm like, pow, 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 right up on the screen. That's the only way I could do it. My dad would sit back on the couch, clear across the house, sit back on the couch, put that gun on the far side of the couch. He would wait for that duck to get all the way to the top of the screen, and he would roll down the couch, grab the blaster, and bam, shoot it out of the sky 100% of the time, Never missed. It was absolutely one of the one of the coolest memories I have of my dad. So it's those uh, hunter instincts. Oh yeah, no, it was like natural to him. Yeah, and it, and I'd have to get up on the screen and do all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah. my jam was Mario. <laughs> Mario was the reason I got a Nintendo, and it was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, I remember I mentioned my neighbors down the hill. You know they would we would go down there and play and, and they had Mario and duck hunt. And they, I remember they had for whatever reason, Zelda two. And, um, I had already played Zelda at this point, but I I remember I was like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, try the Zelda two. And it being so completely different than the first, I didn't know what to think about it, but I liked it. I've always liked Zelda two. I think it might be actually one of my favorites. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember that they had they had that for for some weird reason. In town. They had made like for 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 an older group of people, like we're talking in their fifties. I mean, they. I remember they had progressed pretty well in it. I was like, oh, I, I can't even get this. I can't even get this far. What are these guys doing? So, that was uh, I liked Zelda, Zelda two. I did like. Um... Zelda one's one of my all-time favorites. So, you know, nothing will ever really touch the original Zelda, but I I didn't mind Zelda two. It was, it was very difficult. And if you were looking, you know, when you look at that sequel and you want a pure experience from what you got last time, it was nothing like the first one. So I think that's just why I got a lot of hate. It's different, but a lot of people now it's like everything else is it it aged much better 
than it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Nintendo Power Magazine? Well, yeah, I have the, I have a little notation here to, to talk about that. Yeah. You know, back before the internet, and, you know, you couldn't look up a walkthrough or how to, how to do something or how to beat something or how to... You had to rely on your monthly subscription or your friend's monthly subscription of <laughs> Nintendo Power Magazine. And we never got them. My, my, my parents didn't, they wouldn't let me get them. Um, they were just like, no, we're not spending money on that. But um, I always had my friend, all my friends had them. So I'd always borrow theirs or look at theirs. And um, it was a fun little magazine, man. There's just so much in there that you could to look at and read. And I don't know, it was, yeah, it was full of tips, full of pointers. Sometimes they would give you full-on walkthroughs of something, like pages of, of just a certain game. Like right. it, it was where you could get maps. Uh, yeah, maps. Zelda so, map. I yeah. remember getting Zelda. I think one came with the game, but then they would have it broke down page by page in the in the yeah. magazine. Mario 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, my most memorable Nintendo Power magazine is the Mario 2 because they had uh, – it was in claymation. I was going to say it was made of claymation on the front. Yeah. 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 Um, so that, you know, that was pretty cool, but dragon warrior free. Mm-hmm. When you, when you had a subscription for the Nintendo power magazine, you got dragon warrior for free. And mm-hmm. I remember absolutely hating the game when I first yeah. got it. And then it turned into one of my favorite games. And, and that's a, what really got me obsessed with the RPG genre was Dragon Warrior. And I tell you what really sucked. I never beat the first one, but here's why. It wasn't because I didn't progress far enough. I was right there. Mm. And you know how on the Nintendo, if it messed up a little bit or the cartridge oh, popped out or you didn't turn it off right, it didn't save. Didn't save it. Nope. Yeah. So there was all my Dragon Warrior progress yeah. down the drain, and I was, I was, I'm just not going back through that shit. But I have it on my phone. I am working on it now. Yeah, uh, mobily. My friend Matt, he convinced me a couple of years back that I should, I should give it a go through, and I'm like, man, I just, I don't know. He's like, no, 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 just go ahead and do it. So I, I watched him do it, you know, as he was playing it um, a couple of years back, and I was like, you know, I guess I'm gonna, I'll give it a shot. I'm sitting on a file right now. I probably haven't played it in a year. You know what I mean? But I'm a good little, I'm a good little ways through there. So I don't know. It's just not something I ever have a desire to pop in and play, but not, not a horrible game. So. But I remember being so disappointed. D white fizzle does maybe, Hey, there it is. There's our, our, my, my energy and soda drink. We can launch the it. D white fizzle. That'll be D-white the next fizzle. drink that you have. On the episode, get that made. You didn't even ask me what I was drinking tonight. Oh, I this didn't. Is the first time you've you've never you've always asked. I have, I have. It's been a rough week. It's been a I rough know. week. So uh, I don't know that there was a cheat cheat code to shoot the dog, Mm-mm. but there could be a cheat code for me to reverse back my earlier mistake, Jason. Mm-hmm. What just what are you sipping on? Because I got something fantastic. I did have this planned out. I just forgot. Well, tonight. It's, it's just simple, and just for the taste of it, Diet Coke. Nice, nice. They're my girlfriend's Diet Cokes. I stole one out of the fridge. Uh-oh. Does she, does she hear you talking right now, so she already knows? Well, she's not here, no. Oh, okay. 
she just expects that every Friday when she comes back over to, to hang out for the weekend, that there should be Diet Cokes in the fridge. And uh, I, uh, she buys them with her hard on money and I <laughs> consume them before the next weekend comes. And she's like, where's my Cokes? I'm like, ah, you know about that. Let me buy you some more. Let me buy you some more. Well, the good news is you can still get them in because it's Thursday. That's true. Well, I'll just buy them tomorrow before I see you. So I have two things. Mm -hmm. Sipping on a water, vapor okay. distilled, simply truth, organic. I didn't know you can get organic water, but you can get organic water. I kind of figured all, all water is organic, but uh, evidently not. But here is the real treat. I have my Nintendo mug. Okay. Got all the little NES controllers on it. Okay. And I'm drinking a Coke out of it. Oh. That's one way to incorporate the mug for the episode. It is. I don't like my Coke poured out of the can. I prefer it in the original vessel. And uh, so this works. So I figured I could put the Coke in the can or the Coke in the mug. That works. I respect it. And my Mario 2 coaster. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I got a whole set. Yeah. Mario 1. Mario 3. Nice. Excite Bike. Excite Bike. Really fucking frustrating game. Uh, Duck Hunt. And Donkey Kong. So classics got Zelda at my desk at work. I keep one there for, okay. for my drinks at work. So yeah. All right. Yeah, Legend. Yeah. No, um, no cheat code to shoot the dog. Although I think that was like a big rumor back in the day. Everybody was, uh, you know, there you can shoot the dog. There's a way to do it. No, we've tried everything. You can't shoot that dog. It makes me wonder that if on the arcade, you could. Could be. Yeah, I never played Duck Hunt on the arcade, but evidently it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, these coasters are awesome. Coasters in general are pretty awesome if you don't like ruining your wood furniture. So, yeah, I'm I'm all in on some coasters. I like roller coasters, too. Yeah. yeah okay. Coasters. Yeah. All around good time, I think coasters are. <laughs> all right. So so before we derail any further. Um, he likes coasters. Jason, what, was he the, likes what was your first game that you defeated? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you the first. I mean, I, there were so many that I beat as a kid. You know, in the past several years, I'd say past 10 years, you know, every time I mean, we talked about this last episode, I, you know, if I beat a game, I'll document it and like take a picture of me with the end screen. You know, I've beaten a couple hundred, like 200 or so, um, just Nintendo games. But I mean, like, Probably the first one I ever beat was probably just the first Mario, I can imagine. You know, like I can't, I couldn't imagine it was anything else. What is the most proud you've been after accomplishing a game? Well, I have a list of that for the show. Uh, now, some of my, um, my most accomplished beats are, excuse me, you know, we talk about Friday the 13th, I, you know. Super proud when I finally beat that one because I started from like not knowing anything. I, I, I had no idea what to do to, with the game at all, right? To studying it, learning it, 
looking up videos, reading about it. And then finally one day I beat it and I was just so ecstatic. So uh, another big one was Ninja Gaiden, the first one. Now I can't beat the second one or I've barely played the third one. I do own the second one. It's uh, I've tried to work through it a few times. Just no luck so far, but there was like a week or two where I got completely obsessed with Ninja Gaiden and I would come home. I was working at Walgreens and I would come home at night and I would just play it for hours. And you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's all about memorizing patterns. You know, it's memorizing how everything's going to come at you. So around the same time, me, my friend, Matt, who's a co-host on my other podcast and my friend, Devin, who lives in Tennessee now, but he used to live right up the road. All three of us were playing Ninja Gaiden around the same time. So I beat it. Finally beat it one night. A few days later, Devin beats it. And then a few days later, Matt beats it. So we all beat it within like a week of each other. And we were just so proud of that. Um, that was a big one. Um, one night after coming home from Walgreens, I had no, I had, I was off the next day. I had nothing to do. I was up all night. I actually beat Batman and Double Dragon in the same night. And I was just like, whoa. Um, <laughs> the first Ninja Turtles game, when I finally was able to learn how to beat that, that was a big one. And uh, believe it or not, The Adventures of Bayou Billy. Um, those are some of my some of my proudest ones. Um, and the thing is, like, games like Contra. I cannot beat Contra without the 30 lives code. So I would never tell you that I could beat Contra because it's not fair. In all fairness, I've not done it legitimate, right? Like I, I can't beat Contra without the 30 lives code. So, um, and I don't own it. So if I owned it, maybe I would be able to play it more and, you know, but it's not a game that I have in my collection. So, uh, but yeah, so like, you- uh, I'm a purist with it. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to put the time in and learn the game and actually do it and not brag about something that I can't do. Because like I said, if I don't have the 30 lives code, I can't be Contra right now. Like I just can't. So, Right. That's, uh, you know, a couple games you mentioned there, Contra being one of them. I never, I never got past Contra without up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA selection. Yeah. Or start. yeah. And um, that being said, Contra overall is, is widely considered one of the, one of the hardest games to, to defeat. Uh, I got I got a little list here of what uh, of what most people come out and say that the the hardest ten games on mm. the NES are. Um, Legend agrees with us. Who can beat Contra? I don't know that I know anybody that's beaten it without the uh, cheat code. Well, you know, Matt, my friend Matt says uh, he's done it. Ah, well, uh, there's at least one. I know I know that it can be done. I think some of the games I mentioned that I beat were harder than that. It's just. Like I said, you can do it or you can beat anything as long as you dedicate the time to learning it and putting the time in. Nothing is like outside the realm of like, yeah, you know, there, there are people that are just going to doubt you. Like, and it's like, no, dude, like. It's the one I always got Mega Man, the first Mega Man. That one's tough. See, I can I can sit down. I can tackle all the Mega Man. No Game Genie. And that's what, you know, I used to get people would always be. I never owned a Game Genie. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, well, you can't be Mega Man 1 without the game genie. You know, so I ran into that a lot going down. But Mario and Mega Man, those were those were my two go-tos. Those are the ones that I beat. I didn't beat games like the number one is what they consider number one hardest game 
and I will 100% back this ghost and goblins. Yeah, I can't do it. I, I, I know a guy who used to, I, I keep, I keep bringing Matt back into this, but it's just, I have so many uh, things related to Matt on Nintendo that it's, he's going to pop up a lot. I know a guy, um, I won't name him, but um, good guy had always claimed that he could beat it. And he ends up going over to Matt's house one night to buy games from Matt or look at Matt's games. I don't know what it was. Matt was buying games from him or something, I think. And he mentions, hey, I can beat Ghosts and Goblins. And Matt's like, ah, I don't know, man. <laughs> so Matt literally told me, he guy popped it in. He sat down and watched the guy do it. Oh, I was like, you're God. a better man than me because that's, I'm not touching that one. I remember sitting down with my brother-in-law on this game and we literally gamed all night overnight one Friday. And I mean, we put in a dozen to 18 hours on this and we were there at the last and no, no, I mean, it was just, it wasn't happening. And, uh, I mean, I've put in a lot of time and that was the last time I picked that game up and yeah, I've I never tried since. Like, it's so hard that it's not even fun for me to play. It's not an enjoyable play because it's so hard that I'm just, I'm not even, I don't feel like the challenge level is fair. But like I said, with anything, if you know the game well enough and you've studied enough and you've played enough, you'll figure it out. Right. I don't have the patience for that one. Uh, Legend also adds in with all the bullets and missiles flying around, how can you avoid it on console? That was absolutely uh contra was absolutely difficult game it is on this list at number three number two and that's why i got a smirk when you mentioned this earlier number two is ninja gaiden it's 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 horrible and uh because because it required lightning fast reflexes to navigate the many obstacles and the enemies which was absolutely true i never beat ninja gaiden i know charlie uh charlie gay was a I think he played Ninja Gaiden a lot, and I want to say he might have been the only person that I knew that, like, I knew had beaten that game. And I'm mm -hmm. pretty – I would I would put money on it that, that he did. Uh, Contra, here's one that I absolutely love, and I would play any day of the week, Battletoads. Yeah, you know what? It's another one. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> fun. it's fun up until the, um, you know, when you're riding on that, like, hover sled thing and having it uh – -huh. and I'm done after that. I'm just done. That was a, uh, I enjoyed Battletoads a whole lot. And that's one I would, I will still pop that one in to this day. But yeah, d difficult game. I never beat. Number five. I'm going to save number five because we'll just, we'll just deviate from this list right into number five. Right. Number six, one I never played. Maybe you have Solomon's Key. I feel like I have it. Puzzle platformer known for challenging and often complex puzzles as well as its high difficulty level. I know I've played it. I didn't like it. I didn't last too long in it. I was just like, ah, this is not appealing to me. What went for me? So the arcade Battletoads was fantastic as well. Never played uh, the arcade. Actually. Dude, the Battletoads were just a really good have been a very well animated game over all their console iterations. Um I think that might come from liking Ninja Turtles so much. They were very easy to to get behind. Yeah. Uh, Castlevania coming in at number seven. 
Castlevania three is harder. <laughs> I I don't think I've beat any of the Castlevanias. I can beat one and two. Here's one that I disagree with on the list. Because we, we talked about Mega Man 1. And I would have expected the first Mega Man to be on this list. But at, coming in at number 8 was Mega Man 2. No, that game's not hard at all. Yeah, I thought... That's the, actually, uh, I think, the easiest one of them all. On, yeah, on that's what, it's definitely the easiest to get to the dragon in Mega Man 2. Mm, and yeah, maybe too, people have what, some issues with those blocks. Could be. But, I mean, I can see that, but it's not. No, no. Yeah, that's that's again no. to your point. You know, that's a very easy pattern. And I used to use the uh, the Nintendo arcade pad mm -hmm. on that game. Mm -hmm. uh, that because you had the uh, you could put the auto trigger on and you could shoot three bullets at once. Yeah, which, which yeah. makes a lot of it so much easier. Yeah. Another one I haven't heard of is Crystallis. Have you played or heard of this? Yeah, I know that. I don't. I don't hope. I don't own that, but I. I have played it. It's fun. Matt. Matt has beaten that one as well. Um, yeah, that's a good game. And then number ten, Metal Storm. Another game I have not played. He loves Metal Storm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. I keep bringing Matt up. It's just a Matt. Oh no, that's all right. Uh, Matt's Matt got like the biggest Nintendo RPGs. collection. I think Matt might have also used to play uh, Magic. I don't At think he did. Point. He didn't. No. I know he. I think. I think I know who he is through Matt Hosley. We yeah. went to school with him, but I don't know if he played Magic or not. I, I can't see yeah, him. I don't being... know. He might just be friends with the guy who I played Magic with. Could be. So. Yeah. I could very be very similar with... circles. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the one I left out, the most important one on that list, and I agree with him. It was an extremely difficult challenge was mike tyson's punch out yeah have you beaten mike tyson's punch out no and i'll tell you what i have been um i've been playing it like last weekend or weekend before last i was playing it pretty heavy let's hold up one second here let's answer legend's question <clears throat> metal storm was a side-scrolling shooter known for high difficulty level as well as unique gravity-based gameplay mechanics Outside of that, I know nothing of the game. So, uh, back to Mike Tyson's punch out. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I can, I can, I can pretty consistently get up to Super Macho Man. The, you know, the guy right before Tyson. Still, he's just he's he gives me he gives me a lot of hell, man. But like, I can get through him. But like Tyson, like I have been studying Tyson's. Uh, I've been studying videos and how to's lately and it doesn't matter like how prepared you think you are when you go into it. Like my reflexes are just not on point enough to, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm sure maybe one day I'll get it, but man, yeah, he's, it's tough. He's one of, yeah. I've logged a lot of hours in punch out and it's, it's one of the games that I'll jump on here and stream. It's one that I'll, I'll pick up and play on. I got it on every various system or handheld I have. I will get a copy of, of punch out. Uh, I can get all the way up. I don't have any trouble getting all the way up to soda Popinski. Mm -hmm. Once I get there, I can get through him. It's just going to take me a minute, but super macho man's usually, you know, sometimes yes, I can make it to Tyson. 
but no, it's it's not even. I can't even. I don't even know if I've made it around. I may have made it around, and that was a big victory if I did. But yeah. I don't even know if I've done that yeah. with Tyson. Yeah. Yeah, who, who is your favorite person to fight on Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Uh, Great Tiger, maybe. Oh, that's a big. <clears throat> you know. That's a fun fight. I like it's fun. Great Tiger fight. Yeah. And he can still, man, if you miss one little button with him. Oh, yeah, you're done. He, he can still land your ass a, a big old L right there. Yeah. I always enjoy Glass Joe. Well, because he's he's so easy. <laughs> it is. It's not really because he's easy. I'm more, uh, I kind of feel bad for him. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, he's petty. But if you look at it, if you look at his stats, he's had one win. And it makes you wonder who that win was. Who? Yeah. Like, who, who was worse than he was? I wonder if they've ever answered that. I don't know. Probably not. But I'll tell you a very another interesting another interesting story about my dad. So the second person you fight in Mike Tyson's punch out, Von Kaiser. Von Kaiser, yeah. Red hair, red mustache. Looks dead on my dad. Just <laughs> like my dad. So I've done a video on this before. Um when I would get upset, because every kid gets upset with their parents and, you know, kind of storms off, I'd go to my room and I'd put on the Nintendo and I would put in Mike Tyson's punch out and I would beat Glass Joe and then I'd go on and I would beat up Von Kaiser. And then I'd hit the reset. Take that, Dad! Take and, that! And do that again until I got all my frustration and everything yeah. out. Um, I also enjoyed King Hippo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, I thought that was a really cool fight. Uh, Don Flamingo was good. Uh, bald bull, bald bull might be my favorite fight. Yeah, both of them. I I enjoy uh, fighting. It's a little movies. harder to nail that 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 stomach punch on that charge on that second bald bull. The first one's the it problem is. for some for whatever reason. I have a little trouble on that second one sometimes, but but it feels so good when you do land it. The way oh, it just, I know. Ooh, curls it's, up and goes back. It's satisfying. Very very much so. Yeah. The same as piston Honda. Yep. Yep. Um. So Mike Tyson's punch out, that's going to be on your, on your list of things that you need to accomplish soon. I know. Um, so yeah, I don't see much on that list that I would disagree with at all. Uh, I think all those games are pretty difficult. None of them besides Mega Man two, uh, Mega Man two, I thought was a super easy game. Mega Man one's much harder. Um, the later iterations of Mega Man can be a little more difficult as well. Uh, I know I've beaten up through six and and nothing past that I've played. Uh, but then let's go kind of the opposite screen of this and go to some of what is widely accepted as the best NES games. Super Mario Brothers topping the list. Obviously so. It's when you think of the Nintendo Entertainment System, you think of Mario Brothers. Were you... This was the only game where I would specifically let whoever was playing with me go first. Because you wanted to be Luigi, right? I wanted to be Luigi. Yeah. That and my, my brothers and sisters hated it because if I went first, they didn't get to play for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I always liked Luigi, I guess, better, too, on, on that game. The color scheme, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So you've you've beat Mario one, obviously, right? Mario two. I thought Mario two was a pretty easy one. What is your thoughts when you go from Super Mario Brothers? Number one, could you do the turtle and get the? Uh, oh, and get all. No, I never could do that. I've done that a few times. Never. Could. Uh, my cousins that I was telling you about told me about it, showed me how to do it. Um, that's a very satisfying thing to do is when you see all the symbols up there as your life. Just. Bloop, 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 bloop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I never could. <laughs> so, what was your thought when you go from <laughs> such a classic platformer to to something Nintendo really just kind of reskinned? And, and threw over into America as Mario 2. What were your thoughts on Mario 2? Uh, when you're a kid, you don't know or think about those things. You just know that it looked different and it played different and that now you could be all of the characters that you couldn't in, you know, the first one. But I never thought anything of it. I didn't know the story behind it, you know, why it was, what it was. And we just played it. We loved it, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, then you learn later on, years later, that it was originally something else over in Japan, and they moved it over here and made it something else and called it something else. And Yeah, but, I mean, no, I didn't think any, any different um, of it, or I didn't think anything of it, really. I just, we just played it loved it. It was a classic. I mean, I like it better. I, I, I like it. I don't know. I, I don't know what I would say my favorite Mario game was. Uh, it's 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 a toss-up between two and three honestly i like <clears throat> if i'm playing by myself i will put two in i will put mario 2 in so i'm a, i enjoy mario 2 better personally mario 3 is a much better game yeah but but i, I love i like the bosses in Mario 2, I think each level boss, like Fry Guy, yeah, they're cool, and and uh, the mouse. Mouser, yeah. Mouser, is, is it, was it Mouser? Yeah. I think so. Okay, I thought that might have been a little too generic because you got Police Academy with a Mouser. Oh yeah, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Fry Guy, Mouser, uh, Birdo or Berta mm -hmm, uh, was a really cool little mid-level boss. The shy guy, <laughs> the shy guys were introduced in Mario 2, and they. They were one of my favorite favorite enemies. Uh, you didn't have things like the Goomba, and I thought, I really thought that uh, Wart would would have been introduced in the story again at some point. Yeah, and never has. Yeah. Well, because apparently it was all, all a dream. Right. Yeah. Right. For those who never beat the game, and we're looking forward to doing that. Jason just crushed your twenty twenty three goal. And let you know that at the end of Mario 2, he's spoiler he alert in a dream. Yeah. If you if you've not beat that one, shame on you. Um, who was your who was your go-to character to to defeat the end level in Mario 2? Well, I I always just played as the princess. I mean, just I think everybody did, you know. Obviously, the the princess was the easy way. Hey, big easy. Yeah, Big Easy's house. Big Easy, what up? Now look, look at that little, look at his little, his little icon. Yeah, I drew that. That was uh, your. Thank first you for that, man. I appreciate you having me do that. Of making a Funko Pop, if I'm not mistaken, correct? It, it was. 
So Big yeah. Easy's House of Pops. Give him a follow over on his YouTube channel. Does some yeah. awesome stuff over there. So glad you could join us tonight. Just uh, crack a lacking. How you enjoying being in the uh, Midwest? Big, Big Easy has left the Bluegrass State and has, has moved west, young man. Cool. Yeah, give us just a, a few minutes here, and we'll uh, we'll wrap up our conversation. But um, Mario Two Princess was obviously the the character that everybody used to kind of get over. You know, you can go over top of Ward. I liked using Luigi because he jumped higher. Uh, I specifically liked using him on level six when you had the ice because I liked the difficulty that it added to the game. Oh, and, I don't uh, like that. <laughs> Toad was a pretty solid pick as well. Uh, never used a lot of Mario in Mario yeah. 2. Yeah. Uh, Mario 3 follows that. Of course, Mario 3 gets the big tie-in with the, the uh, what was it, the wizard. And uh, so you oh, had yeah. the big movie around the, the unveiling. It was the Nintendo World Championships and Mario 3, a brand new game no one ever got to play. And Mario 3 was fantastic. We go back to Bowser. <clears throat> widely considered one of the best Nintendo games ever made uh, was Mario 3. And, and it's no doubt, me and my wife, when we sit down and play, that's the one we pull out. We, we pull out Mario 3 and play. Now, I have a funny story about Mario 3. Um, back in, oh, I don't know, 90, 91, um, Lowe's in Frankfurt. The hardware store, yeah. Uh huh. When it was on Leastown Road, do you remember that? On Least. Oh yes, yes. Heading, yeah, right out of the side of Frankfurt. They had a, uh, they held like a pumpkin painting contest for Halloween, and it was like, who, whoever has the best pumpkin, like we're gonna, you get a, you get a prize. Like, well, we're not gonna tell you what the prize is, but you, you will get a prize. And um, we got a pumpkin, and I painted all of these different like logos of like hot movies that were out at the time. So like the Batman logo was on there and like the, the Dick Tracy emblem, like with his silhouette, you know, all that was on there. I can't even remember what else was on there. And I, and I took it to Lowe's on that Saturday and there was only three people that had entered the contest, me and two other people. And, um, and I ended up winning and so they were like, okay, well, it's time for you. It's time to get your prize. So they walked me over. This is when Lowe's carried, they had, they had an electronics section and they, they sold Nintendo games. They had a glass case, Nintendo games and Mario three was new and it was hot and it was in that case. And they walked me over to that case and they were like, pick out any game that you'd like just one game. Now, most people would have gravitated right towards that. Oh, but no. no question. I'm getting Mario three, right? Dude. I was so obsessed with wrestling when I was a kid that another new game had come out, which was uh, the WWF still cage challenge. And I was so obsessed with wrestling that I had to have it. Right. So I was like uh, that one. And they were like, are you sure that like, that's what you want to go with? And I was like, yeah. So they got it out of the case and I took it home and 
I loved it. I mean, I thought, I just thought it was like the greatest thing ever. I, mean, I won this game, right? Of course, it all worked out. I, I got Mario three later on. Not 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 too long down after after that. But um, yeah, I was just like, why didn't you? I always look back like, why did you pick that? But whatever, I was happy with it. You know, NES games at the time, the Steel Cage Challenge was not a bad wrestling game. No, it was cool. The uh, the only wrestling game on the NES that really sucked was the the WrestleMania game. I like that game, man. It yeah, it sucks, sucks, but I like it. I like the music in the game. It's, it's got some good music. Love the eight bit iterations of the themes. Yeah, uh, I've played it again. I played it again because I I want to uh, kind of chronicle the the evolution of of wrestling video games throughout time, and that's mm. the one that I want to start with or that I did start with. Yeah, and uh, it does not. <laughs> oh, it does not live up. It is the most difficult game to try to control and actually kick somebody. It is. Um, but again, it's got it's got you know Honky Tonk Man, Hulk Hogan, Andre the oh, Giant, yeah. Million Dollar Man, all yeah. the classics on there. Steel Cage was a great game. Um, and then they had the, there was one that came out to um, WrestleMania a challenge or something, and it mm-hmm. was, that it one was, was okay, fantastic too. Yeah. Um, we've talked about the Legend of Zelda. Uh, now I'm assuming have where have you progressed on the original Zelda? On Zelda, I have well, I beat it back in like 2000 when I had started recollecting games again, like you know, and I had beaten it, and I was like, hey, I, well, I beat Zelda, and then it's like you find out not in the game but like you 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 start hearing word of mouth like actually there's like a second quest you have to pretty much play the game all the way through again right to truly beat it and i was like you know i'm not even bothering with that like because i don't think there's any like really different end result right like it's just they 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 switch the map around they mix the map up so to me no idea i'm sorry like i've already beaten it like i'm calling that one beat but uh so I have beaten that. I have beat Zelda 2. Believe it or not, I've not beaten any other Zelda games ever. I've not beaten Link to the Past. Um, I've not even really played any of the other ones after that. Believe it or not. Yeah, so. Great franchise. Mm-hmm. Some fantastic games. The one on the Nintendo Switch is freaking amazing. It yeah. is a, I'm playing it now. It is a fantastic game. I've never beat the first one. I've watched the tutorials. I got a friend of mine uh, that I work with. He can beat it in, I mean, in less like a half an hour. He knows exactly where to go to get all the hearts he goes through, and he's got a pattern where he does it. Mm -hmm. Uh, John Cole, he he is fantastic at it. Um, I've got it's another one of those games. I've got on I've got it on an emulator on my phone. I've got it on my my 3ds. you know, I got it on my, my laptop here, so it's one that I, I play a lot. I've just never dedicated the time to actually go through and beat it. Uh, but I love just picking it up and running around for a while. Yeah. I never even came close to Zelda 2. Uh, and I've not beaten any, I've not finished a single Zelda game in the franchise. Mm. Period. Uh, speaking of Zelda... Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Drop a little Zelda artwork. Of course, that is Link smashing one of those uh, 
octopus things that well, yeah. shoots a rock out at you. Yeah. So yeah, I drew uh, it. Yeah. That is a that was great mine. piece of art. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, got us some Mario Brothers. Oh wait, look, that's that's your artwork, Jason. I know. That's crazy. Uh, who would have knew? I don't know. Got the uh, the plumbers. Oh. Oh. Past one. There we go. I had to do the wizard. Big fan. So uh, Lucas Barton. Gotta love the power glove. Did you have the power glove? No, I never had it. Never. Did I never that. had the power glove yeah. either. No. Did you ever use the power glove? I never really got to use it either. I just always heard bad things. Like it really doesn't work that well. And uh, I think it's more of a novelty thing. Like I would like to have one just because it looks cool. But yeah, I don't know. Apparently it doesn't work that well. Yeah. I wonder how much it would cost to get one. That would be pretty cool to uh, rock a freaking power glove. Oh, yeah. So uh, I never had that. Never got to play with one. Always wanted to play. I think you could play punch out with it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how well it would have worked. Yeah, I was going to say, you use that term loosely. But uh, it is the predecessor to what eventually became the Wii. When, mm -hmm. when you look back at it, the power glove and the little robot that gyro might came with yep uh what a fun game gyro might was you know i never um, really played it oh speaking of punch out yeah there's the one thing that me and jason neither one have done yeah a lot of people have never punched mike tyson so uh, yeah. and then finally yeah. this one i love this one i do too i think Mega it came Man out really is, well is one of my favorite video game characters yeah and uh i like that i put the straw coming out of his energy yeah. can there yeah yeah he's he's drinking a d uh d white fizzle yeah that's exactly what that is <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i love the picture of mega man i like uh you know it really shows these struggles uh that i'd always imagine it was one of the one of the best endings I love all the Mega Man endings. They all end very similar, but I love the the story, the progression of going through the seasons, and mm -hmm. it's just really, really cool. If you haven't done it, it's a it's a work of art in just the little two minute little outro you get, and it's very yeah. and it can be very emotional too on a couple of them. Uh, but we had to show off some of the artwork of the games we've talked about so far. Thank you. Metroid makes the list. Do you have any memories of Metroid? I didn't play a lot of Metroid. <clears throat> I uh, I was sick a couple days. Um, well, this was probably uh, 2013, 2014, something like that. And stayed home from work. I had a stomach. It's like a stomach virus or something. It was, and uh, played Metroid. And uh, I knew it was going to be it was going to be a, it was going to be a task, right? But um, I downloaded a map online to help me get through it because there's no way I would, you know. But uh, I did end up beating it when I was sick, and uh, so that was cool. Not easy, not easy. And it's one of those, it's one of those that like. Once I beat it once, I was like, I have no desire to ever pop <laughs> this back in again. Like I'm just, I'm good on that, man. I'm good on it. Uh, Now, I will tell you, you know Tony Anderson. Oh, yes. When he and I used to hang out back in school, high school, 
he would come over and like stay the night sometimes. And um, I had Super Metroid at the time and he loved Super Metroid, right? So I remember on a few occasions sitting and watching him just blow through it in like 30 or 40 minutes. Like he, he knew every little little thing about these games or about super metroid and i was like dude like that's so impressive he was also really quick and really good at link to the past too i watched him beat that but uh yeah it's this is just one of those things for me man i was like i beat it once i was like you know it was cool but it was a cool ride but i'm i'm <laughs> replay about va- replay value for me is like nah i'm good what um what what are some of your favorite games that we haven't talked about what what are your go-to's or, or obscure games that you just had a blast playing? There's so many. I couldn't even begin. Like, I'm, I, like I said, there, I made a little, a few notations, but there's just so many because I love so many of them. But um, Friday the 13th, obviously, uh, Mega Man 2 made the list. DuckTales. DuckTales uh, was a great game. Yeah. All Again, those Capcom one of those that games. that I own on every platform that I can get it on. Yeah. It's, it's real good. Uh, Bionic Commando is one of my top like five. Yes, love Bionic Commando, man. Um, Double Dragon Two, uh, so, I think is the best one. Yeah, Life Force. Not familiar. Remember Life Force? Mm-hmm. Um, one of those Konami games where you could use the thirty lives code. I've never beaten it without the thirty lives code. It's it's insane, but uh, you're you know, it's like the side view space shooter but then it goes into overhead view but you're inside this like alien's body the whole time sort of in space and fighting these alien hearts and all these crazy weird monster bosses it's crazy really cool game also i put on the list um i hated these as a kid because i I just didn't understand them and it's 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 um you know those like point and click games where it's like first person view, but it's like so cryptic and so mysterious that like you just would not. And there's no way that you would know what to do with them. Um, there were three on the Nintendo. One was called Shadowgate. And they were all made by the same company. Shadowgate, Deja Vu, and Uninvited. Um, I have the Deja Vu game. Yes. That, that was like a, a crime. Like detective noir yeah. kind of story. Yeah. Um, I have beaten all three of them, but not without the help of a walkthrough. And I've played Shadowgate and Uninvited so much that now I know my brain knows what to do and where to go. Deja Vu, I don't know that I could pop that one back in and, and beat it again without some help. But like Shadowgate and, and Uninvited, I can run through those like no problem. That's just about memorizing what you have to do. I mean, that's once you once you have that, you're good. Uh, but yeah, so those are just some of the ones that. Um, oh, and you know what? I discovered one of while. A couple weeks ago, um, I was online playing some ROMs, you know, going through a, a website and just playing ROMs. On, I was like just clicking on stuff that I, didn't really sound familiar to me or stuff that I was like, maybe I've played this. Maybe I haven't. I can't remember. I ran across one called Roller Games. And Roller Games is, it's so 80s. Like the premise is there's a there's a league of like, you know, like roll. You know, like the roller girls that do the roller derbies, and they they yeah. go around the circle and they knock each other down and all that. You know, well, there's like a league of that, and uh, 
the manager or the owner of the whole organization gets kidnapped by the bad guy team, right? And so you get to pick one of three teams each level and hit the streets on your freaking rollerblades and like your little spandex outfits and literally roller rollerblade around the city and just beat the shit out of criminals and like try to go rescue the the owner of the whole thing, right? Uh, super fun game, man. I was like, this is one of those little gems that like I need to I need to I need to pick up. I need to try to find this somewhere. I tell, have you ever played Snake Rattle and Roll? Yeah, I have it. I'm not good at it, man. Do you enjoy it? I guess. I guess no, it's okay. See, that, that's one of those that I, it's a little guilty pleasure of mine, is that I think yeah. it's a really fun game. That, Marble Madness. See, I, it's okay. It's, an, it's, it's that, that's like the same thing for me with Snake Rattle and Roll. It's like, I really, I, I hated Marble Madness, kind of detested it when I first got it. It was a Christmas gift one year. Okay. I don't know that I asked for it, but I got it. I may have asked for it. Hell, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I really enjoy it. Like, that's one that I could put in now. Uh, you know, I put it on, it's not as good as Tetris. No, Tetris I agree. is another game that, and that's one my mom would crush. My mom will crush some freaking Tetris. It's a fun classic, man. Big Easy, you better not be standing out in my front yard. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so, uh, Adventure Island, that was a fun game. Uh, that's got a really cool backstory. I've watched some YouTube videos on it, and uh, Adventure Island was really cool. That's one I enjoyed. Uh, Gyromite, we mentioned that with the little robot. Now, I've never played it with the robot, mm -hmm. uh, but that's one of those like 99 level games mm -hmm. and you you know you move these pipes up and down is really cool uh, i tell you one that i really like that i think gets gets really hard to look is bugs bunny's crazy castle i like that game that's a lot of yeah. fun and I, I don't think enough people have tried that one out but that's that's a blast to play yeah it is good uh, those are some obscure games outside of that you know mega man all the wrestling games are ones that I would pick up. Uh, the Ninja Turtles game, you know, was a fantastic game. Uh, that, of course, you, uh, you know, we we talked about that a little in the last episode. Um, Excite Bike was was a lot of fun to play. Very difficult, but Caveman games. Did you ever play Caveman games? I know I've played it. I don't remember. I don't really remember it. Me and John Atha would sit around and we would spend an entire weekend when he would come over and we would sit around and uh, play the cave. We'd play caveman games forever. That and a game called North and South. Oh, buddy. Did you ever, you play North versus South? So we would stamping ground. We, we would go rent games up there. Now they had a they had a few little video stores up there, or a few little places you could rent, rent stuff at. There was there was uh, Paula's Video, and then right up the road from it, there was a True Value Hardware. We would go to both quite a bit. Now True Value, it had a it had a an entire video store section in it, walls, shelves, movies, you know, games, and. They closed in like 2000 and 2001, something like that. And up until that day, up until the day they closed, you could still go in there and rent Nintendo games or movies 
for 50 cents a night or 50 cents for two nights, you could still go to the toy aisle and Beetlejuice toys, uh, Ninja Turtles toys. They were all still hanging on the pegs at the exact same price that they were sold for when they came out in like the late eighties, early nineties. It's like the, it's like the little store that Tom forgot, man. But we would go up there all the time and North, uh, at true value north and south was one that my brother and i would always rent and um it, it's a fantastic game it's a fantastic game now there is a store here in lexington called pops resale and um i went in there a couple summers back and they had north and south in the box with the manual everything um, and they had it for oh i don't know i think it was 55 bucks or something. Oh, wow. I couldn't let it go. They they cut me a little deal on it and I, and I picked it up. So I do have that in my collection and it is, it is fantastic. Man. It's so much fun. I think you can get an app on your phone where you can play it now too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, I used to enjoy that. That, that got a lot of, uh, yeah. got a lot of wear on it. Um, what other, we mentioned DuckTales, Chippendales. Oh, yeah. Good game. Disney, you know, Disney really knocked it out of the freaking park with all their games. Yep, they did. Uh, the Little Mermaid, Mermaid game is game. fun, man. Yeah. All that. I mean, all, and, and look, they were all made by Capcom. That like I mentioned Capcom, that earlier. All all Capcom games, games are just primo, man. Like, that's uh, some of the best. Was it, isn't Ghosts and Goblins? Yeah, that's one of them. Well, with the exception of that one. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was still a good game. Yeah. Um, the Sim, what was it? There was a couple Simpson games mm -hmm. on there that were pretty good. Bart versus the Mutants. Yeah. Was good. Uh, I was playing Bart versus the World last weekend, and I, I'm terrible at it. I I was yeah, horrible it, at all the. It's hard. Yeah, I couldn't. You never. had to spray paint stuff, and yeah, it was it was very very difficult. Yeah. Going to guess Big Easy is in a plane, being a mile higher than uh, than the front yard. So Big Easy better get landing safely. He's not in a plane. He's not going to get service up there. I don't know. He can't Maybe. watch it. Do they do, they do that now? Respect. What uh, Aladdin? Yeah, Aladdin was a good game. Now they did make that on the Nintendo. I'm a lot more familiar with the aladdin game on the sega and the the uh, super nintendo version but i think one of the really interesting things that i don't think a lot of people realized is once the super nintendo sega came around they produced a lot of the games like aladdin they were all for the regular nintendo as well uh you know i went from the nes system to the sega but I know a lot of the a lot of the other games. When I get on the ROM site, there's a lot of games out there that I had no idea were on Nintendo. I thought were 16-bit exclusives. Mm -hmm. uh, Aladdin being one of them. Well, like uh, uh, Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters was one. You know, oh, yeah, they had one for the the NES, but I didn't I didn't know that till years later. You know, the Power Rangers. There was a yeah. Nintendo game on the Power Rangers, mm -hmm. and that was one I thought was well past uh, mm -hmm. well past the prime there for that one. All right, Big Easy's not on a plane. He can't be on a train. He might be on a bus because he's not with us at the moment. But um, 
plenty of other games out there that were were fantastic plays. Star Wars had a, a had a few games on there. Ghostbusters. Did you ever beat the Ghostbusters game? I think we've talked about this before, but I've only beaten it because I was able to use save states on like a ROM or like an emulator. But it's it's tough. Now the second one I can beat. The Ghostbusters two I can beat it. But yeah, the first one's like ah no, nah, I probably couldn't run through that one like without without saving it. So the uh, I never could get the mechanics of the first one down. It was, it was was a very, a very awkward game to say the least. Yeah. It's a little awkward. Um, some of the most rarest Nintendo games. Now I wanted to run through this list with you and see how many of what is widely considered the rarest games have you seen played and or beat Mm -hmm. number one stadium events. Yeah. No, and now I'd never heard of it. Oh, you never heard of it? Nope. It is a highly coveted, the most sought after Nintendo game, and it's outrageous. Yeah, it was number one on here. Yeah, yeah. So now I did hear of one of the other ones, Gumshoe. I, you know, I never played it, but uh, is it is it rare? Evidently, it is. But I rare. recall seeing it. I don't know how much. I've yeah, I've seen it a hundred times, man. Like, no, I didn't know it was that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have that, but. Uh, Little Samson. I will just say this. I know someone that has Little Samson. I've played it. It's fun. It's fun. What what is it? It's sort of like uh sort of like the Mega Man mechanics, man, really. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a Mega Man type game, but uh yeah, it's um it's fun. Now this one I'm aware of. I've never played it, never actually seen it in person, but the Tetris Nintendo World Championships. So that's what I would have thought was the all-time rare because I know I know that thing will bring some money. Ducktales two. Okay, listen, I got a story about that. All right. Dated a girl um, years and years and years ago, and uh, still really good friends with her. She lives in Ohio now. And uh, back at that time, someone kept saying, look, there's a place in Lexington called Funko Land. You need to go. Like, you would love it. So we went and checked it out. And we walked in. And I will never forget uh, walking in there for the first time and just being like, holy shit, the amount of Nintendo games they had for sale. And everything at that time, I'm not kidding, five bucks or less. You could go in there and clean up. You can't do that now, but at that time, you could go in there and clean up $5 or less. We bought so many games on several occasions. One of the ones that she bought was DuckTales 2. She got it for 5 bucks. We thought nothing of it, you know, because at the time, it probably it wasn't worth anything, right? Right. She has it in her... She has it to this day, and uh, it's worth... I don't even know what the going price on it now is, but it's several hundred... And years ago, I was like, hey, like, you still have that DuckTales, too? Like, uh, she's like, you know what? I do. And you can absolutely have it if you want. Like, I don't play it. It just sits there. And I I wouldn't let her give it to me because I would just not. I I told her, I was like, listen, I can't take that from you. Like, that's. But, uh, yeah, she has DuckTales, too, man. We found that at Funko Land for five bucks. Now, is it the same as the first one? 
Yeah, just a few little added new features, but um, harder than the first one. Harder than the first one, but uh, it's pretty much the same, yeah. I'll have to look to see if I can find a ROM. I'd like to play. Oh, you can. I love the, yeah. the DuckTales game. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Power Blade 2. I'm pretty sure I played it, but I don't remember. Metal Mech Man and Machine. Game sucks, dude. It's terrible. Adventure Island 3. Wasn't under the impression that any of these were were rare, uh, but Battletoads has also made the list. Really? And I, I really, yeah, I'm I'm a little shocked at that. But you know, maybe on the NES, maybe it was a little more rare. Maybe it was a lot more popular on the 16-bit systems. Mm. Um, then we have Linus Spacehead Cosmic Crusade. I played that. I don't remember <clears throat> liking it too well. Well, maybe that's why some of these are hard to find because maybe they just sucked and there's not a lot of them in circulation because they could have joined E.T. <laughs> out in the desert. In the desert. That's uh, that's all I have for any list. Jason, do you have any more nostalgic games to add to our, our conversation here tonight? Uh, like I said, I could go on and on and on and on, but I, I picked some of my favorites to talk about and mention, and you know we could we could go all night if we wanted, but we can't. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, throw us one more out there. What's one more Jason Shepard classic before we sign off here? Um, I'm like looking at I'm looking at my stack. Um, do you know, okay, I've got a few. Gill Gilligan's Island, a lot of fun. Really? Totally love the I Gilligan's Island. Played, I love Gilligan's Island. So fun. Uh, ridiculous as it is, and I'm, I've been so, so close to beating it a few times, but I still can't, is Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure. Oh, I forgot. I love the Bill and Ted's game. We used to rent that all the time, too, and, and I, I still can't beat it. But, um, uh, and you know what? Uh Trying to throw you one more. Trying to throw you one more. Oh, shit. Throw out a couple. At the rate you're going, we can get through a dozen. God. Godzilla. Never played Godzilla. Monotonous and dull as it is. Love it. Uh, it's literally the same thing through every stage, but I, I love it. Um, God, I'm looking. Robocop. And you know what? Also, the both GI Joe games, great. I've I've played one GI Joe game. Yeah. Um, and what I remember was really good. Mm -hmm. RoboCop was I liked I liked RoboCop. RoboCop's good. One that I don't own that uh, I do really enjoy and would like to uh, to pick it up someday. Matt introduced me to it because I played it at his house one day. It's called Eliminator Boat Duel, and you pretty much race these different wacky characters like in boat races. So it'll go from like overhead view to, you know, racing around these like water tracks and then the screen will switch and it'll go to like, you're behind the, the, the views from behind the boat. 
and you're like racing each other and trying to collect power-ups and get to the finish line first and of course in between levels you can like use the money that you've won from the races to like fix or repair your boat damage or uh, you know buy new upgrades for your boat and stuff and really cool game um yeah i'd like to i'd like to grab that one at some point too um, so eliminator boat duel is good um yeah dude i don't know bayou billy i mentioned bayou billy but you totally cool because you get to you get so many you get so much variety with bayou billy because you get like the the side view like double dragon beat em up type thing uh-huh. then you get to go to the next level and you use the uh the gun to you know you get that view and and, and then you get a driving level to where you're like driving your your jeep and you get a lot of variety it's a lot of fun um very hard but it is fun i have beaten it um man jaws jaws the karate oh, kid yeah. all the you know here, here's the thing and i love james Rawl from the angry video game nerd you know the whole cinemasker channel but like i feel like he started the whole like the internet told you that these games these ljn games all these games by ljn they suck so you should not like them because that's that's you know that's not the case like there's so many good games made by ljn the jaws and karate kid or whatever yeah, two of them. Uh, the wwf but, games exactly oh there's so many good ones so yeah oh i could go on and on. i'm gonna stop i could go on and on man but all right well let me let me throw a couple out here that i thought of skate or die didn't like that one. I like the didn't second like one. Skater. I I didn't. I wasn't a big skateboarder. Even I enjoyed. Oh yeah, style. no, no, yeah. RC Pro Am. I like it, but it's it's hard for me. It is hard. I, I, can't, I yeah. enjoyed. It, it's a a good multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. It is cool. Um, you mentioned Bill Bill and Ted's was a really fantastic game. Yeah, that's that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Have you seen the new Bill and Ted's movie? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it was. It's great. I enjoyed it. So good. <laughs> all right well on that note it is pretty late we we are hitting our time here for us tonight um jason any any parting words before we leave well uh just be tell the folks what uh what the next episode may look like well uh yes i I do i've got a few things to mention so one the next episode we are going to do a supplemental you and i talked about doing a supplemental episode to this one where we are going to, uh, we're going to record me playing Friday the 13th and beating it. And I can walk you through it and tell you what I'm doing and what's going on and and hopefully beat it. There are times when things don't always work out. Like I can beat it pretty consistently. There are times that it doesn't work out sometimes. And I'm hoping that that won't be one of those times. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go through and do a little run through Friday the 13th. So uh, that should be a lot of fun. And, yes, uh, definitely should. And also, uh, be sure to go and check out my other podcast with Matt and Luke Cosley called The Lost Art Of. Just another retro pop culture uh, podcast, and uh, we cover a lot of topics, so a lot of fun. Go check that out. Go check out my artwork on uh, Facebook. And if you look under my, my mug here, you'll see Jason Shepard Artworks. That is what you'll need to look up. You can find that on Facebook and Instagram if you type that in. Go check out some of my art. Follow me. Uh, I'll follow you back and uh, show me some love. And uh, that is about it. Absolutely. So uh, Big Easy is in Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. Yeah, Mile High. It's 
why he's okay. obviously pointing it out as uh, well. Uh, considering my, my Broncos allegiance here with our, our brand new head coach, uh, which is fantastic because our season sucked. <laughs> but so on and so forth, uh, Tecmo Bowl. Really solid never game for its time. Yeah. yeah. I know it's good. I but wasn't I, I much did. into it then. But going back now, I, I, yeah. I do enjoy playing it now. But I used to not be in football when I was eight years old. I didn't. I could care less. Right. In Kentucky. Kentucky's a basketball state anyways. Right. Uh, so it was much more about the Wildcats and listening to Kaywood Lefford on the radio versus that. But I digress because that's a whole nother show in itself. So, yes, next Thursday, I think, is the plan. It should be around the same time. Tune in live. Hang out with us. I'll be fielding the chat and uh, taking the questions. And we will ask Jason as he goes through Friday the 13th and defeat Jason. You're going to have to, like, relay the questions to me because while I'm playing. Yes, he's going to be in the zone. In the zone. Not auto zone. Auto zone. Same thing I was thinking. Get in the Again, zone. Auto zone. Damn. I used to. Uh, so, so you uh, very off topic real quick before, before we uh, sign out here. But in Lexington, they have O'Reilly's. Oh, and oh, so O'Reilly's oh, has a fantastic jingles. Oh, oh, O'Reilly's. Auto parts. Ow! So I'm really good with my, with my sales team at work. And I like to, uh, I like to give everyone a brand because when I was on the floor in Soul Cars, my brand was the car nerd and I wore a bow tie all the time. So you really got to market yourself and everything out there. I had a kid named Omari who worked with me and, and uh, I oh, always tease him. I was like, going. man, Omari. I was like, oh, 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 Omari sells you cars. Ow! Ow! And, uh, you know, he, he, he did not much care for it because it was very embarrassing to him for some reason or not. Uh, but every time I see him when he comes in for service or just swings by, that's the first thing I'll do. And I may actually page over our intercom system. And, and, uh, <laughs> it's a good time. So, yeah, auto part jingles could be a whole show in themselves. Could Again, be. if you want to reach out to the Powerbomb Nation, at Powerbomb Nation on all social medias, just Google it. It will come up. Make sure you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow Jason Shepard Artworks. Pick up some of his fine prints. Show the man some love. No AI artist. Get a human artist. And you got one of the best right here. You need a logo, design. Look at all kinds of stores in Lexington, Kentucky, and all over the place for, for this man's artwork. It's I'm true. Dwight Couch. That's Jason Shepard. This is the Culture Cast brought to you by Powerbomb Nation. Powerbomb Nation is a Powerbomb digital production. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a great evening and peace out.